Hey everyone, it's Shelby and welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. Today I've got a very special guest. Her name is Natalia Lova and she's the owner of Lova Lash Bar in Miami, Florida. She's also the organizer behind the Beauty Factor, which is also held in Miami. Last year, I judged the championship at the event. And this year, I am speaking at the event, and that will be on June 23rd in Miami, of course. Go ahead and snag tickets to this event because it was one of the most organized events I've ever been to in the lash industry, so it will be well worth it. As far as the episode today, we're just going to be talking about owning a business and having employees and also a little bit about the beauty factor as well. So without further ado, here is Natalia. All right, Natalia, well, welcome to the show. Hi, Shelby. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Did you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners? Yes, sure. My name is Natalia and I'm from Ukraine. I came here five years ago. And now I'm the owner of the salon network of Lava Brand. We do have two studios and third one is opening soon. And also I'm the organizer of the Beauty Factor Conference and Championship, then conference for the lush makers and brow specialists that is held in Miami. It was organized last year for the first time and this year is going to be happening for the second time. Yeah, I I just want to say that I know we're going to get into later in the episode, but your event last year was amazing. Like, I couldn't believe it was your first one because it was so organized. Like, from the second I got there, I was just judging. But the second I got there, it it was almost like everyone knew exactly what to do and everything was on time. And I loved it. So thank you so much. Yes, it was my first event organized here in the United States. But I do have event background, huge event background, because I used to be event organizer, event planner in Ukraine for 10 years. And I used to work for uh, headquarter of the International Bank. I used to organize, I used to have my, even my own event company in Ukraine as well. And we were really successful. Then when I came here, I knew that I'm going to combine whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to combine it with events. So it was a, huge plan from the very beginning to have okay well that's cool I mean I was I was like there's no way that like she did this on her own like I was like how did you do all of this but (laughs) it, it was awesome so let's just start with how you got started in doing lashes okay so it was pretty much the same way everybody started but I have really short unique story about how I started as well so in two 2008, I started doing my lashes for myself. Mm-hmm. So I found my artist in Ukraine. And it was the day when I, when I was dating my husband, my future husband. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous because he invited me for the party. And I knew that my makeup not going to be on point. Because mm-hmm. I have light skin, I have light hair, I have my, my eyes, they're light too. So and when I don't have makeup, I, I feel like I'm naked, you know. So Back then, not having lash extensions, I was a little nervous, and I decided to try lash extensions. And it was so amazing because I didn't expect that I'm going to be looking a bit better than with any makeup ever. So I looked amazing, and after that, I was absolutely regular client of this girl. And when I came to United States, so basically, I never planned to do lash extensions, honestly, but I was always really good with the small motorics, like whatever comes to the hands working and working with the small details. I was really good at that as well. I used to do handmade like jewelry 
before, like many years ago. So I knew I'm going to be good with, with the small motor stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I came to United States, actually, I couldn't find the, uh, anybody for to do my lashes. So I decided to try it and show it to my friends. And I was really surprised because all my friends started asking me to do their lashes. And then their friends started asking me to do their lashes. And that's how everything started. Basically, that's how I started my business here. Yeah. And you just like kind of built your clientele up organically. And what about, were you always planning on opening a salon? Honestly, I never planned to open the salon. And the first salon, it was like occasionally, I was super scared to open it. But thanks God, I have my husband. He pushed me forward to do that mm-hmm. and so I opened a small room and then I opened the salon and then organically all the girls started asking me to teach them and then some of them became my workers like they started working with me and that's how we grow. Yeah for sure. What do you feel like were some of the hardest things that you faced whenever you were trying to expand? Working with people definitely is one of the hardest things because whatever depends on yourself you can always tell yourself okay I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna hustle I'm gonna do that and that and you always can control yourself but you Mm -hmm. never can control people so you have to find the way to be in a good relationship in a great relationship I don't even take a good as a point you have to be in a great relationship with the people and everybody has to be happy in this team everybody has to be completely happy so it was a long way for me to understand how to manage that. Mm-hmm. But I think we got really good so far. Yeah. And uh, like with your hiring process, do you look for people that are already experienced or do you, do you like to train people from scratch? No, actually all my girls were trained by me. And I think this is my strong opinion. I believe everybody can do lashes, whoever wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the te- technique, I'm going to tell you later about that with the technique that we invented, like every single girl can be really good in lashes if she wants it. So it depends on the person. So we don't even look at the qualities like professional, I mean, like the skill qualities in lush making aside, but we are looking at the person, like the person should Same. be right. Yeah. Same here. That's how I hire as well. It's been great so far for me, but there's been times where just a couple of times that like I've trained someone and then after they got trained, they, they leave, but it's very, very rare that that happens. And I think that's a really big fear for people that when they open, they have to have all these extensive rules and contracts so that people don't leave. What is your take on that? So of course, it's a very interesting topic. And I think every, every successful leader got through that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to be, first of all, I believe you have to be confident. Like when I hire people, I don't, inside myself, I don't take them as mine. Like I don't yeah. owe them. I don't owe whatever they can do. Even if I teach them, I don't owe that abilities. So I respectfully treat people. And I think the main thing about that is like to be relaxed. If they're going to leave, they're going to leave. If they're going to stay with you, they're going to stay with you. You know, so far I've, I've passed through the hard way. I would call it kind of hard way because we all pass through that. And everybody thinks that it's the hardest part in their way. But what I did, I decided, okay, of course, I had a couple of failures in that. And of course, it was really painful for me as well. Because when you 
dedicate yourself into teaching somebody and when this person leaves you you feel like really broken and i totally know that a lot of leaders and the lush uh, salons owners go through that but i strongly believe the relaxing way is the best way yeah if they're gonna be with you they're gonna be with you and then if uh, like for right now we try to create the best conditions like i try to put myself on their place yeah i what i would like to have so if i give them that i think everybody's happy true and i and i really i really like my girls like so far for right now i feel like i've found my very very my team like mm-hmm. genuine people kind girls like, like they follow my values and my mission they like share it you know they yes. completely the people that i can trust mm-hmm. I, I agree with that too. And I have a similar story to that as well. And I can kind of just attest to that as, as well, just because when people have left, it's very easy to get very flustered about it and feel like everything's going to crumble down after that. But when you really think about it, if you want to be successful, you really have to roll with the punches and mm-hmm. just make it work. Like, sure. I don't mean to say like everyone is replaceable because that sounds so bad and like, people are people you can't just like no honestly i believe in karma (laughs) so yeah yeah, same i i i completely believe in karma whatever they do it like it's not my responsibility to judge them and punish them yeah it's gonna happen by itself like so i i completely believe in good relationship and i have girls who left absolutely in a good mood in a good way we we just decided to separate but it was absolutely fine for me yeah, for them. Yeah. so everything could be resolved absolutely perfectly it just depends on the personality absolutely so how so i know miami has a lot of lash artists and a question i get a lot from listeners or from students or just how do i compete with mm-hmm. other people in my area or how do i charge this much or even the question of like people don't pay this in my area what would you say to someone like that's saying that? That's amazing question. That's my favorite question. So first of all, I always tell my students that if you are going to do a good job, there is no way you're not going to have a client. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be booked if you're doing a good job. That's like, it's like a rule number one. And so that's why probably I was, when I started doing lashes in general, uh, I wasn't charging, but basically I was charging for materials only five years ago, but then, and then when the quantity of my clients started growing and I couldn't afford all of them, I started raising the price. Like it's a logical process. That's how all the businesses do. Usually once you get more clients, you raise the price. If you can handle all of those clients or you hire a person or like you expand. Mm-hmm. And here in Miami, we know what we do. So with the new technique, I'm going to tell you more about that too. With the new technique that I'm presenting right now, I know that our clients, they don't have a choice. Like they came, they did their lashes. Those lashes are looking great. Those lashes are healthy. And those lashes are going to stay at least three weeks and more. And so I know that those clients are going to come back. And that's what actually it's worked for itself. Like I can see the people who decided to try different other artists around the area. Of course, there is a lot of great artists, but it's hard to find them. Yeah. So they tried another probably bad artist and they come back. 
because there is no, I always tell my students, there is no fools on the market. There is no clients who are, you, you can take for the fools. They can see if you did work in the inner and in the outer corner really well. Yes. You cannot trick your clients. They're going to see it. And if you think, okay, she's not going to be counting the quantity of the lashes, but she will feel the difference for sure. So I strongly believe if you do a really good job, you are going for sure. Absolutely. It's also about your your energy and your the oh, value yeah. that you bring to your clients too. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another topic that touched touch me a lot because um, sometimes I feel like people in this uh, area, in this industry, mm-hmm. they are mostly working for a commercial side. They don't think about the other part, like about the service, about like your energy, about taking care of people. And honestly, I feel like we succeed just because of our policy. We love our clients. And I've had so many, so many examples when, for example, I see my client came in a bad mood and she's going in a bad way with me. But when I treat her well, when I treat her with love, she transforms and she yeah. becomes my best friend. You know, I don't know how to even explain that. But if you no, treat yeah. with love, they will answer you back for sure. Absolutely. I, I've noticed that too. Sometimes it's rare, but like a client will come in and she'll have kind of an attitude, maybe about a policy we had or something. Maybe she's coming in from another salon and we always have to do a consultation before we agree to work on it. We have to see them in person, of course. And I don't know, a girl one time like came in, she was super rude and just, I don't know, she's really rude to me. And I didn't, I didn't even like act offended. I didn't act mm-hmm. like taken back. I wasn't rude back to her. I was just kind of neutral and normal and by the end of it she was super sweet and it's like sometimes that's just how people are and maybe they have something else going on but you don't like if you don't absorb that and like or give it back to them it's true it works out yeah and it's so sweet to see them transforming when when you see how your energy transforms them and it's just like everything comes to the like to the great um attitudes from both sides it's amazing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so tell me about this technique that you guys do over there. All right. So it's interesting because I never thought it was something special. First of all, I like to optimize all the process in my work. Like my husband sometimes says, oh, it's going to take a long time. And I already started doing that. So I am trying to make everything faster, better, optimize the process. And I always been about the physical parameters and math. So I always been counting. What takes me the most, like what takes the most of my time to do the lashes? What part exactly I'm spending the most of the time? And that's why my topic on the conference will be this speeding technique, like how to speed up your work, not losing the quality of your work. Yeah. So with this technique, I figured out how lashes can be made faster, but, and also at the other side, how they can stay longer. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, I cannot tell you because I have to show you. I have to sure. like show, show all the schemes and all the formulas, actually, because uh, without the math, without the, physical, the physics, you cannot explain how exactly it works. But when you come to that, when you go deeper in that, you understand how it works. And I never, like I, tell, I told, I never thought it was something special, honestly, uh, unless we started getting the messages from our clients saying, hey, if your girl don't, don't know the new technique, I'm not going to even waste my money. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it was something that I, and on that point, I understood that it's something special and I have to share that. So now I'm presenting this technique in order to show that. 
people and share that. That's awesome. So does so you're saying basically it makes the process faster so you can get more done in the amount of time or are you saying the yeah, the process takes a little bit faster and it's just like logical things like on the conference I will be explaining how is that makes the process faster basically at the end of my speech you will understand why the classic set doesn't make sense anymore mm, okay it will not make any sense anymore so gotcha <laughs> I don't yeah I don't want to to intrigue you but like I'm telling, it's better to show everything in the schemes and the drawings, like better explanation. That's what I'm going to do on the conference. Perfect. So let's talk about the conference. Um, yeah. It's in June. It's the 23rd, I believe, right? Yes. Actually, for the listeners that weren't there last year, can you tell us a little bit about how it went last year and what will be different for this year? So talking about the beauty factor, I know that it's more than just a conference. And you know why? Because I know how, how much it takes for all of us, what actually stands behind our names on Instagram. Everyone sees the result. Beautiful mm -hmm. pictures, smiling clients, but the result is just the top of the iceberg. And under this iceberg, there is a lot of hard work. Moments of desperate doubts, needs of support, lack of sleep, a lot of work, 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 and work again. And each of us is fighting our own battle, invisible to others. Mm -hmm. But what I know that whatever battle we are going through right now, we are on the right path. And the beauty factor is here for you because it's an annual event where we can exchange the energy, meet new great people, learn new things, and grow. So talking about this year event, it will be even more intense. We will have 14 speakers that will share their knowledge and all this in one day. And in the evening, we will enjoy VIP party with the best treats from Luxury Venue where each guest will feel like a star and I will make everything possible to make this event the greatest. So I looking, I'm looking forward to see all strong and wonderful ladies at this event. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it too. And I'm so honored that you asked me to speak at this year's one. I'm so excited. I'm so happy too. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So I'll also include the links to buy tickets in the show notes so that people can Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So my favorite question, I feel like this is kind of the overarching theme of every episode. I feel like everyone has a different story, but we all kind of share the fact that we overcame adversity or just kept pushing through these quote unquote failures that we have all experienced. Do you have a time in your life where you felt like you failed and of course realized that it just brought you closer to where you are now? Uh, you know, recently I've read the Albert's Commute Theory of Absurd that was saying that every single person goes through the hard way. Like every single person thinks that they go through the hard way. Mm -hmm. You can take it easier if you understand that it's normal. It's like a briefly explanation of what I read, but yeah. I believe that everybody goes through the failure, but it's just the way. I don't even can call it as a failure. Yes. It's, it's just the way. And every single failure in my life brought me to the great change. And I, I cannot even call those failures, but like less. Yeah. And um, even yesterday evening before this interview, I was thinking, okay, there should be some really huge failure that I <laughs> made. But I cannot find one that would be like a huge one, you know, I just, I'm a very careful person. I never broke my arms, legs, you know, even being a child, 
I always been very careful. And probably that's why I don't have these huge failures. Mm-hmm. But every single small failure got me where I am right now. And I'm really, really, really thankful for all the failures. With the people, with the things that I've done, like everything made me learn what is life called. Yeah. And it shapes who you are. And when it comes to your career, when you go through just, you know, hiccups, even it makes you a little bit smarter. And, you know, for me personally, I'm a better businesswoman because of the things that I've gone through. And I, I love learning through those processes. Right. Uh, I can tell that definitely I can actually read people, for example, from somebody. Um, and when, when it comes to the scale of the trust to people, for example, I hear a lot of people say, I give them zero, and then when I meet people and get to know them better, I give them more and more points. In my side, it works differently. I give every single new person, I give 100 points from this, mm. on the scale of the trust right away. And then when it's per, this person um, shows themselves more, it can be lowered. But I see. Um, yes, but I trust all the people from the beginning, and maybe that's what makes me make those failures that I've done before. Mm. So going back to the salon, how many salons do you have? Is it multiple? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's two salons, uh, both in Florida and Destin and Miami. And in, uh, in fall, we're going to open another one in Boca Raton. I'm super excited about that because we found the right partner for that event, for that step. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm excited to see how it's going to be growing because before that, I was doing it by myself and my partner, of course, my husband. But now we involved another partner in our team and it's going to be something really new. So I'm super, I'm super excited to see how it's going to go. I have many girls working for me mm-hmm. and it's like I'm telling all of them, I like, even work cannot express how grateful I am for every single girl working with me. Those are amazing people. Yeah, I feel like people want to be a part of something where like they're cared for and it's just more of a fun work environment when it's like that um when it's all about the money yeah i've heard different you see i've heard different opinions about that somebody says that business is just a business you shouldn't be taking your team as a family somebody says opposite somebody says you have to be in your team as with family and it was a debating questions from the question for me for a long time but now i understand you have to be yourself yeah. And I am the person who will treat my people as a family still, mm-hmm. like forever. So right now I found my own way uh, how to run the business and I see it's working and it's fruitful and it's good for every part of this team. Yeah. So what about your role now within the company? I know, especially when you have more than one salon, it's mm-hmm. it's harder to be involved in everything. So what do you feel like you're Mm-hmm. Is. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think my role is to be an energizer, <laughs> inspirational part of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks God, I have a lot of system people. You know, there is like um, creative people and system people. Mm-hmm. And I, thanks God, I met those system people who helped me to run this business. But I, I understand that I am representing the part of the business, which is like creative inspirational getting the ideas bringing the ideas on the table so that's probably my mission in this business right now yeah how do you structure your work day uh i have a planner and honestly i'm really bad with the time management 
I always been really bad with that because every time I'm doing something, I get hundred ideas in my head with something else. Mm-hmm. And it's of course distract me a lot, but yeah, planning your day in the morning or even in the evening will help you a lot. So I do have a planner where I plan every single step of the day. And there's, of course, um, time management trainings that I took helped me a lot uh, with all those like um, important, not important tasks, um, like you just dividing the tasks which are important and which has to be to done to be done right now or later. You just have to uh, separate the tasks and get what is has to be done the first thing. Yeah. So the last question that I have for you is, do you have a motto or a favorite quote or just words that you live by? Yeah, uh, I have a lot, honestly, because I like to watch movies and in every single movie you can find a motto. Mm -hmm. But my favorite probably is be kind whenever it's possible. And it's always possible. Mm. So I think that I truly believe that the good things and love is the highest manifestation of power like you can see you can think that love makes you weak um being kind makes you weak but i think it's the best manifestation of power but also another thing probably as is it just appeared right now it's what is yours will be yours that's what i believe too like even when we were talking about people that leaves you when they've been trained by you I think what is yours will be yours for sure. You just have to trust your faith. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I always post any relevant links to each episode in the show notes. So if you'd like to buy tickets to The Beauty Factor, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. And I hope to see you guys there. And I will be back very soon with the next episode.